Hallelujah. If you know that tonight the Lord will do something marvelous, something miraculous, something wonderful in your life, shout hallelujah. I want us to begin to worship the name of the Lord. Let's begin to thank him. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of Lords. Ancient of days, we magnify your name. Ancient of days, we thank you for that which you intend to do in our midst tonight. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus for the healings that we are going to experience tonight, for the salvation that we are going to experience tonight. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you honor for those that you are going to set free tonight. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped. I want us to go before God to go and ask for his mercy. We are going to cry unto him and say, Lord, tonight be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, visit our assembly tonight by your mercy. By your mercy, O God, do something great. Do something marvelous. In our lives, in the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, open the windows of heaven unto us and let there be a point of your grace. Let there be a point of your power, in the name of Jesus. Visit with us this night, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, do what you alone can do in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. We are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every works of darkness be destroyed tonight in our midst. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray. The Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 3 verse 8. The Bible says, He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. And for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. I want us to pray and say, Lord, tonight manifest yourself in our midst and let every satanic works be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, destroy the works of sickness. Destroy the works of the enemy in our midst. In the name of Jesus, let the works of the devil be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, tonight glorify yourself among us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We are going to pray uh, our prophetic prayer very quickly. And first, we are going to pray against every law 
against every law, working against our success. I want you to know that it is laws that governs this world. It is law that governs this world. The book of Romans chapter 7, I want to read from verse 1. The Bible says, Oh, do you not know, brethren? For I speak to those who know the law. Look at that. Even Paul was a lawyer. And he said, I am speaking to those who know the law. That the Lord has dominion over a man as long as he lives. The law. There are some laws that are, are in effect in our life. Which we want God to cancel tonight. I want us to pray. We, are, we want to pray against satanic laws. Satanic, there, are some, there, are some, there are some laws operating in some families that they must not do this. If they do this, then they experience this. And these are satanic laws. We are going to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every satanic laws in operation in my life, Lord, tonight, let them be disannoyed by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth and pray against every satanic law. Satanic law. Every law impacting our success. Every law that has tied us down to the same spot. Lord, tonight let them be abolished by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. The Lord has said that you, you, you should not get married. The Lord has said that you should not give back to your own children. The Lord has said that you should not prosper. The law, every satanic law working against you. I want you to open your mouth tonight and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let their effect be cancelled over my family. Let the effect of satanic law be cancelled over my life. In the name of Jesus, Lord, cancel the effect of satanic laws over my family, over my children. In the mighty name of Jesus, let their effect be cancelled. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray the next prayer point, and we are going to be praying against limitation. You know, one thing the Lord does is to bring about limitation. Limitation. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every satanic limitations operating over my success, operating over my career, operating over my children, operating over my family be broken tonight in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, break every satanic limitation in the name of Jesus. Lord, break every satanic limitation operating over our family, operating over our lives in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of limitation, limitation in our life. We Come against you this this night, and we command you to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Zadala gabada Lord, break every satanic limitation of our family tonight in the name of Jesus. Let us be free. Let us be set free from every satanic limitation in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare in the name of Jesus that tonight the Lord will break every satanic limitation over your lives. In the name of Jesus, whatever has limited you tonight, that power is broken by the power and the blood of Jesus. You are free in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. 
Then the, 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 the top prophetic prayer we are going to pray is we want to pray for life. We want to pray for what? For life. The book of John chapter 1 verse 4, the Bible says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. I want you to know that when there is life, there will be light. When there is life, there will be light. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, everything that is dead in my life, everything that is dead in my career, everything that is dead in my family, Lord, let there be life in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. I command life to every dead situation. I command life to every dead career. I command life to every dead organs. Open your mouth. Let there be life. Let there be life. Let there be life. When there is life, there will no more be any limitation. When there is life, there will no more be any satanic law working against us. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let there be life in the name of Jesus. Let there be life in our career. Let there be life in our family. Let there be life. Quicken everything that is dead in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Let everything that is dead be quickened by your spirit. The book of Romans chapter 8 verse 9 says, But if, if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwell in you. That is Romans chapter 8 verse 11. If the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also quicken your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, let my mortal spirit, I mean my mortal man, my mortal body be quickened by your spirit. And let there be life in the name of Jesus. In my body, let there be life in the name of Jesus. Every dead organs, I command life in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be life. Let there be life in our career, in our marriage. Let there be life in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, Lord, we pray that tonight you will quicken our mortal body in the name of Jesus. Everything that is dead by the power of your life, let them be quickened in the name of Jesus. By your Holy Ghost, let everything that is dead be quickened tonight. Let dead organs be quickened tonight. Let dead marriage be quickened tonight. Let dead careers be quickened tonight. Let dead children be quickened tonight. In the name of Jesus, anything and everything that is dead, we command the life of God to enter into them. In the name of Jesus. Every dead situations, every dead circumstances, every dead case, we command life in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the spirit of death in our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you have answered our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Tonight is going to be a powerful night. And I'm believing God that there is nobody that will not be touched by the power of God in the name of Jesus. I want you to get ready and be opened and be sensitive to the voice of the Spirit speaking to you tonight. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible as we are going to be starting a new series today, but I will just do an introduction and then we'll be able to go uh, further uh, into this series uh, maybe uh, from next week, uh, I mean next week Sunday. But we are just going to do an introduction tonight. Uh, I want to read from the book of John chapter 5. In John chapter 5, I will read very quickly from verse 1 to verse 15. But our 
focus will be on verses 1 to verses 3. Verse 1 to verse 3 will be our focus. But let me just read the whole story just to give us a full picture. The Bible says, And after this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there, there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In this lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the, the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been, been in this condition for a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him and said, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I'm coming, another step before me. Verse 8. And Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said to him, who was cured, It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. He answered them by saying, He who made me well said to me, Take up your bed and walk. Then they asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take up your bed and walk? But the one who was ill did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn a, a, had withdrawn a multitude being in that place. And afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Sin no more, lest a worse things come upon you. Then the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. Uh, tonight, I, I will just be introducing to us what I've titled The Limitation of the healing pool. The limitation, the limitation of the healing pool. The limitation of the healing pool. Very quickly, we, we see from this story uh, some things, especially a peculiar miracle that Jesus did. And from the four Gospels, only John recorded this particular miracle. Although there are many other miracles that Jesus did, for example, in John chapter 2, verse 23, the Bible says, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, there was uh, a feast. And many believed in his name when they saw the miracles which he did. Even there was, a, there was uh, this man called, uh, Nick, uh, there was this man, uh, a ruler of the Jew, in John chapter 3 verse 1, John chapter 3 verse 1, uh, the Bible called his name Nicodemus, you know, a ruler of the Jew. The Bible says he came to Jesus by night, and in verse 2, and he said to Jesus, Now this man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, 
we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. So Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, knew. And not only him, but other rulers of the Jews in Jerusalem, they knew that Jesus was actually the, the coming Messiah. And they said, we know that no man can do these miracles. We have come to all your healing services. We have come to all the places where you are, where you are holding your crusade. We have seen the power of God at work in your life. We know. We know. But we just choose not to believe. And in John chapter 6 verse 2, the Bible says, Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs which he performed on those who were diseased. So what I'm saying is that Jesus performed several miracles, you know, and many people were partakers of the miracle. But this particular miracle was a unique one. And I'm going to give us the reason why Jesus performed the miracle. I'm going to give us maybe several reasons. Number one, the reason why Jesus Christ performed this miracle was to reveal Christ as the expected Messiah. Now, there have been a promise from the Old Testament that the Messiah is coming, according to Isaiah 35, from verse 3 to 6. I don't have the time to read it. That when the Messiah comes, he will strengthen the feeble knees, he will make the lame to walk, he will give sight to the blind. So, there, there was a promise, there was a prophecy about that. And Jesus, by performing this miracle, showed to the Jews that he is the expected Messiah. Number two. And that reason why Jesus performed this miracle was to show that Christ is greater than the angels. Before this time, the Bible says the angel always come at a particular season during the year to stir up the water. Look at that. And anyone that gets forced into the pool will be made whole. So Jesus came to show that he is greater than the angels. Is greater than the angels. Number three, why did Jesus perform this miracle? It also, he also performed this miracle to show that he is greater than all the Old Testament prophets. For example, in, in uh, 2 Kings chapter 5, in verse 14, we saw how uh, Naaman instructed, I mean, uh, prophet uh, Elisha rather, instructed Naaman to go and you know, take a shower in the pool of Jordan. So even Naaman thought Elisha will lay hands on him and pray over him for the leprosy to be healed. But Naaman, to his surprise, was told to go and wash in River Jordan before the miracle happened. So what, but what I'm saying is that Jesus performed this miracle to, to let us know that he is greater than all the Old Testament prophets combined together. Number three, number four. Why did he perform this miracle? He also performed this miracle to reveal the blindness of the nation of Israel. They were blind to their Savior. Look at that. When Jesus Christ came to the pool, despite the fact that Jesus Christ healed the man, the people, the sick people at the pool, they were still waiting for the angels. They did not even, they did not even show any concern about Jesus. They were focusing on the, on the pool for the time when the angels would show up. So Jesus Christ, and that was, that was actually a revelation of how blind the nation of Israel was. Even after Jesus healed the man, the Bible says the, 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 the Pharisees, the Sadducees in the temple, they attacked Jesus for doing the miracle. 
So why did you have to do this miracle on the Sabbath day? And this showed to us the blindness of the nation of Israel. Number five, why did Jesus perform this particular miracle? He performed the miracle to show to us the deadening effects of religion. To let us know that religion cannot save. Because the, the, the Jews or the Pharisees in the temple, they were so much concerned about the Sabbath than about the sick man. They were accusing Jesus. They said, why did you have to do this on the Sabbath day? Because they were trying to obey the law of the Sabbath. According to the law of the Sabbath, you must not lift up anything on the Sabbath day. Anything that is, you know, that's too heavy. You know, and because Jesus Christ told this man to carry his bed, they said Jesus had disobeyed the law of the Sabbath. And even that man also has disobeyed the law of the Sabbath. They, they told Jesus that you are not supposed to command this man to what? To carry is bad on the Sabbath because he has disobeyed the law of the Sabbath. So, and that showed to us the deadening effects of religion. Do you know there are some religions today that you have to fast for a certain number of days for your for your for your prayers to be accepted or for whatever you do to be accepted. And this showed to us the, the deadening effects, you know, of religion. Number six, Jesus also performed this miracle to reveal to us the how the fear of tradition can keep many from heaven. The fear of tradition. We have to do this this way. We have to do it this way. We have to do it that way. Do you know there are many churches today that fear of tradition has stopped the move of God? The fear of tradition. Anytime things is being done out of the way they have scheduled it, everybody gets upset. The fear of tradition. Do you know Jesus Christ actually broke the, broke, he broke the protocol by entering to the pool where they have the sick people on the Sabbath day and commanding the man to get up and carry his bed and walk. He, 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 he actually revealed to us that sometimes tradition, the, thank God for this man that he obeyed Jesus. But the man could have told Jesus and said, ah, don't you know that today is a Sabbath day? Why are you asking me to carry my bed? Don't you know that if I carry my bed, I might, I might be asked to pay some fine. I might be asked to go and you know do some sacrifice for my sin. But Jesus performed this miracle to let us know that tradition, tradition cannot save. Tradition, there is no power in tradition. There is only power in God. There is only power in the word of God. There is only power in the spirit of God. Let us break ourselves from every tradition. Tradition, tradition cannot save. And there is no power in tradition. Number seven, why did Jesus perform this miracle? He performed this miracle to to convince and to compel sinners to believe that he is Christ and that he is the Savior. And that was why Jesus Christ in John chapter 5, where we read verse 14, the Bible says, Afterward, Jesus saw this man in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made old, <laughs> sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. If you do sin again. God has set you free now. But if you dare put your hand in sin again, something more dangerous, something worse will come upon you. And what is worse? That man was sick for 38 years. At least maybe half of his life has been spent on a sickness. So what is what would be more worse than that? Than the lake of fire where he's going to end up if he continue to live a sinful life. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. So we could see from here that the pool 
was a passing pool. Was a passing pool as we round up. It was a passing pool, although the angel has been coming. And you know, anytime the angel comes, the Bible says the angel will 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 steer the water. And only just one person that jumped first will be healed. It's only just one person. Only just one person. But the, 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 there is a lot of limitation to that. There is a lot of limitation to that. And we could see that although many were sick, but only one person can be healed by the angel. By the angel. When the angels tear the waters, there is a limitation to that. There is a limitation to that. And what we should, what we should focus on now is not on the ministry of the angels. You know, some people believe that you have to pray to the angels. Angel Akukula, Akukulala, Angel, Angel Maikulu, all kinds of angels. They believe you have to pray to the angels. Angels cannot, they are not our savior. They are ministering spirit unto us. So we could see there that that pool, it, it was considered to be a, miracle, a miraculous pool because the angels tear the waters. Angels tear the water. But when Jesus came, he came to let us know that he is the one that can heal, not the pool. The healing is not in the pool. The healer has come. And I, I, want, to say, I want to say to us this, I want to let us know that the healing is not in the bottle, bottle of oil that was given to us. Maybe some of us, we only believe that until when I anoint my head with the olive oil, I can't be healed. The healing is not in the bottle of oil. The healing is in the power of God. The healing is in Jesus. The healing. The healing is not in the in the in the mantle. The the, the miraculous mantle, the handkerchief. Some people will tell you where well, this handkerchief I was given by my papa. I was given by this bishop. I was given by that pastor. In fact, pastor actually wiped he, he, he wiped his face with that handkerchief before he gave it to me. <laughs> you are deceiving yourself. The healing is not in the handkerchief. You have to be careful. The healing is in the power of God. The healing is in Jesus. Don't let us be deceived. There are all kinds of deception out there. Don't let us be deceived. The healing is not in the rod. The healing is not in the, in the mantle. The healing is not in the handkerchief hoy. Even the healing is not in the bottle of water. Some, some people, you know, maybe they gave us a special water and said this water was from Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Please. The healing is not in the water. The healing is in Jesus. The healing, and that's, that is one of the things Jesus came to show to the sick people, but they missed the message. I pray in the name of Jesus, we shall not miss the message in the name of Jesus. Now, let's go back to that John chapter 5 before we round up. And I want to show some of the sick people that were there that missed the opportunity. But I'm believing God that none of us will miss our opportunity tonight in the name of Jesus. As we call upon the healer, as we call upon Jesus, there shall be healing tonight in the name of Jesus. Look at verse 2 of that John chapter 5. The Bible said, now there, in, there, there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda. That, that pool, that, that word Bethesda is actually referred to as the house of mercy. That's a translation of it. The house of mercy. Having five porches. Five talk about grace. And Jesus came to show us the grace of God. And look at verse 3. In this lay a great multitude of sick people. Look at that. Sick people. 
there are many, when the Bible says sick people, which means there are all kinds of sickness. There are people who are there, they have COVID-19. There were people who are there, they have HIV. There are people who are there, they have all kinds of sickness. Look at that. The blind. The blind, that is people that could not see. They have problem with their vision. Then the Bible also mentioned the lame. The, the lame, people that could not walk. And then the paralyzed. The paralyzed is talking about people that from head from their neck downward, they can't use any part of their body. It's like all their organs are dead. Only their head can move. Life is only on their head. But anything from the neck downward, everything is dead. They're paralyzed. Waiting for the moving of the water. Now, look at all these people who are waiting. But when Jesus came, who was the healer? They were blinded to him. I want us to go and pray. We are going to, we are going to pray on each of these people and, and and i want to know i want us to know that these are the conditions of many of us many of us especially in the old world today this is the condition of many do you know there are some there are some people that in a day a day will not pass you know without them taking this prescription taking that prescription taking that prescriptions i'm not condemning prescription please i'm not saying don't use your drug don't use your prescription uh, don't, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that God, we, we want to pray to God tonight to heal us. You know, in, if there's any con, any critical condition in our life, we want to ask God to heal us. We want to ask Jesus to touch us. So the Bible says the first the the, the Bible mentioned the sick people. So the the first prayer we are going to pray is this: we are going to cry unto Jesus and say tonight, let me be healed of every sickness in my body, every sickness, whether the sickness has a name or it doesn't have, it doesn't have, it doesn't have a name. I want us to cry unto Him and say, Lord Jesus, tonight come and touch me. Let me be healed of every sickness, every sickness in my body. Lord, let there be healing. Shall we begin to open our mouth and begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for healing tonight. Let there be healing. Let there be healing. Let there be healing. Let there be healing. Oh God, for every sickness in our body, Lord, tonight let us be healed. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, by his stripes we were healed. According to 1 Peter chapter 2, chapter 2 verse 24. Lord, tonight we pray that you will heal us by your power. In the name of Jesus. Let us be healed tonight. Let us be healed tonight. For as many who are sick in their body, we pray for healing. We pray for divine healing. Let them be healed. In in the name of Jesus, we rebuke sickness in our body. We rebuke sickness in our body. In the name of Jesus, we command every stranger in our life to depart. In the name of Jesus, Lord, tonight, let your healing virtue flow. And let there be healing. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every spirit behind the sickness in my body be bind and be cast out. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. There is a spirit behind that sickness. Whether it has a name or it doesn't have a name, there is a spirit behind it. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every evil spirit, every demonic spirit behind the sickness in my body, tonight I bind and I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, be destroyed by fire. Open your mouth, open your mouth. We bind and we cast them out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray against vision, against uh, blindness, rather. We want to pray against blindness. The Bible says there were many people who were there who were blind. 
So first, we are going to ad- address physical blindness. Maybe we have problem with our eyes. Maybe we have glaucoma. We have all kinds of short. We are maybe our 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 own issue is short sightedness or long sightedness or all kinds of whatever it is. I want us to place our hand on our eyes or on our on our face. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let me let my eyes be healed in the name of Jesus. Every sick every sickness every disease affecting my sight tonight. Let there be healing. Open your mouth and begin to pray that prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will heal our eyes in the name of Jesus. If there's any any sight, any sight issue, tonight let it be addressed by your power in the name of Jesus Christ. Touch our eyes, O God. Let every short-sightedness be healed. Let every long-sightedness issue be healed. Let glaucoma be healed. Any form of eyes disease, any form of heart eyes problem. Father, tonight we pray for healing. In the name of Jesus, let there be healing for our eyes. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God. Now we want to go deeper in, into what I call vision. Vision. Uh, vision. 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 You know, being able to see in the name of the Spirit. You know, this is more than physical eyes, but we are praying that God, we want to pray to God to open our spiritual eyes, to give us insight, to give, to open our eyes to see beyond the physical. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight, let my spiritual eyes be opened in the name of Jesus. Lord, let every veil of darkness covering my spiritual sight be removed by fire in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. We pray that tonight you will give us spiritual sight in the name of Jesus. Let our spiritual eyes be opened to be able to see into the realm of the spirit in the name of Jesus. Lord, shine your light upon our eyes in the name of Jesus. We refuse to walk in the dark in the name of Jesus. We refuse to walk in confusion in the name of Jesus. Lord, give us direction in the mighty name of Jesus by opening our spiritual eyes. Lord, give us direction. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I declare the name of Jesus that tonight the Lord will open our spiritual eyes. In the name of Jesus we shall begin to see. In the mighty name of Jesus. Into the realm of the spirit I say we shall begin to see. In the name of Jesus. Every veil of darkness that the devil has used to cover our eyes. Every scale that has been used to cover our spiritual eyes. Tonight we command it to be removed and be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus. Lord, open our eyes. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We are going to pray for vision. Vision talking about our goals. Something we want to achieve. You know, we, are, we, are, we just started the, the second half of this year. By now, we should have some goals set for the remaining month of this year. We should not just say, well, we are now in July and we are just counting months and counting months without having something that we want to achieve before December. And we have to see it first. You know, without seeing it first, we may not be able to get it. No, there, there is something, there is a principle called the principle of behold, of, of beholding. You, 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 you can only become what you behold. 
You know, if, if, you, if you have not seen it, you may not be able to get it. And that was why when God was dealing with Abraham, you know, God told Abraham, he took him out in Genesis 15. You know, he said, begin to count the, sky, the, the stars in heaven. And, you know, he told, you know, he was just trying to train Abraham up to be able to use his spiritual sight to have to, to having visions of what God can do. So we are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, before the end of this year, I want you to begin to list your vision, what you want God to do. You should have them by now. You should have them by now. Maybe you want to go back to school. You want to do this. You want to do that. Maybe concerning your career, you want to take some step. Maybe you want to apply to some places. Maybe you want to change some things. Maybe you want to change your car. You want to buy your house. I don't know what you have in mind, but by now, you should have at least at least three things that you must achieve that by the end of the year you must be able to give thanks to God and say yes I pray about this I pray about that and God has done it so we are going to cry unto God and say Father in the name of Jesus before the end of this year Lord help me to achieve this help me to achieve that in my home in my family among my children let this be done let that be done shall we begin to pray Father in the name of Jesus concerning our vision our vision for the second half of this year Lord we pray that you will help us to fulfill it in the name of Jesus open your mouth open your mouth ask God for the power and the spiritual strength you need to work on those vision and to fulfill it. We pray for spiritual empowerment. Oh God, to help us to work on those things that we need to achieve before the end of the year. In the name of Jesus, every power that we want to bring about discouragement, every power that we want to bring about failure, we rebuke and we cast you out of our life. In the name of Jesus, we receive the power to, to work upon our vision and to fulfill it in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing will stop us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, let's go to the next point. From that John chapter 5, the Bible also mentioned those who are lame. Those who are lame. This is talking about people that cannot walk. Lame. There was a man in Acts chapter 3. The Bible said this man was born lame. He couldn't use his feet right from birth. You know, when this man was three years old, maybe when he was one, to the top where let it let him grow up let him let us give him some time to heal let us give him some time to grow you know he was supposed to work at one it didn't work uh, at two it didn't work at three it didn't work you know until when they gave up i want us to pray we are going to cry unto god and say father in the name of jesus lord let every spirit of lameness lameness in any areas of my life be Cast out tonight. When we are talking about lameness, we are talking about things that slow us down. There are some of us by now, we should be flying, but we are still lame. We are still at the same spot. We are not even moving. We are not even walking. You know, we should be flying, but we are still on the same spot. You know, lameness is something that will affect our spiritual speed. Lameness is something that will cause delay on what we are trying to do. There are some of us, we have been trying to do some things, but each time we make an attempt, we fail. I want us to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every spirit of lameness working against my speed, tonight I rebuke you and I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Open your mouth, command that spirit to come out. In the name of Jesus, my Yalagaba, Eketeleke Posidikapo, my Sindikapa, 
every spirit of lameness working against our speed in our career. Every spirit of lameness working against our speed even in other areas of our life. Tonight we come against you. We command you to be destroyed by the fire of the ghost in the name of Jesus. Let our spirit be cast out in the name of Jesus. Lameness we bind and we cast you out in Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I want you to lay your hands on your chest. Lay your hand on your chest. You know, it's possible to, for somebody to be lamed from the mind. Lamed from the mind. You just describe that you, you, you always thought of doing something, but the, 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 the enthusiasm, the motivation to get up and to do it is not there. You, you, know, you know, sometimes it affects us. Maybe for those, those of us that have houses, you know, sometimes we say, you know what, I want to clean up my basement. And you keep talking about it. I'm going to clean up my basement. I'm going to clean up my... And before you know, it, you know it, the whole place has been cluttered up. You keep saying it, but you have not done anything about it. That is lameness in the mind. Lameness in the mind. There are some of us, there are so, some things we have been thinking about. We are still at the thought level. We have not moved into action level. I want us to place our hand on our chest. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, the strength that I need to rise up and to do whatever I need to do before the end of this year. That's how we are going to pray it. And this prayer, we, may, we might repeat it continuously, you know, until the end of the year. Because there are some things that we have to do. The time is going. Time is going. Nobody knows the day of death. And that's why whatever God has called us to do, we have to be on time in doing it. We have to be on time. That's why the rapture is, 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 uh, is time controlled. That was why Jesus Christ told the disciples. He said nobody know the time. So if, if nobody know the time, it means everybody must be preparing for the rapture. There was no time, you know, there was no time given, there was no death given. So it means you have to live a ready life. Because if we all know the time, we can just say, you know what, we are going to wait until when the time comes. And that is how the things of God operate. Nobody knows. God can show up at any time. Even as we are praying right now, God is at work. But some people may still not know. They may like, oh, maybe next week. It's next week. When, I, when we do the prayer again next week, that's when God will answer my prayer. No. God may be working right now. And that's why we have to be ready. We have to be sensitive to the move of God. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to lay our hand on our chest and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, tonight I received spiritual strength. I received the supernatural strength to rise up and to begin to do what I need to do before the end of this year. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Leke posoto ligaba. We receive supernatural strength to rise up and to do whatever we need to do. In the name of Jesus, you spirit of lameness, lameness in our mind, spirit of lameness in our mind that make us not to want, not to want to rise up. Tonight we bind and we cast you out. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let our mind be activated by your power to rise up and to do whatever we need to do. In the name of Jesus, without any delay, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare in the name of Jesus that that spirit of lameness that make us to delay in, in doing things we are supposed to do. Tonight, I rebuke that spirit and I cast it out. In the name of Jesus, we receive strength tonight to rise up and to do whatever we need to do. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Then the Bible also mentioned the paralyzed. Those who are 
those those who are paralytics, they, they are paralyzed. There was a case of a man in Mark chapter 2, from verse 1 to maybe verse 12, they brought the man to Jesus when Jesus was preaching in a particular house. And the Bible says, it took four people to carry him. One thing about those who are paralyzed is that they always have to depend on others. They always have to depend, before they can do anything, that no wonder this man said to Jesus, I have no man. I have no man that can help me. This is the situation of the paralyzed. They have to depend on people, depend on people, depend on people. I want us to pray. <laughs> we are going to pray. That, that, that prayer, we are, we are going to focus it particularly on our finances. Finances. Do you know some of us, we have to depend on the bank before we do anything. We have to depend on people. We, we have to, we cannot, it's like we cannot stand on our own feet. We cannot stand on our own feet. Maybe financially, we cannot stand on our feet. Maybe in, in, some, in some other areas of our life, we cannot stand. We know that if anything happens, we are going to fall. Because we, we, we are paralyzed. We cannot stand on our feet again. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, let that spirit that, that makes me to depend on man before I get things done be cast out. Let that cause be removed from my life. The cause that make me to depend. I have to de I cannot just do anything on my own. I have to depend on people. Depend on people. Depend. Depend. There's no, there's no, there, there's no independent. It's like we, we are so much attached to people around us. We are so much attached. Do you know, do you know, even emotionally, emotionally, some of us, we are like that. Emotionally, we, are, we feel lonely. We have to depend on people. We have to cause several people in a day before we can feel life. Before we can be excited. Before we, before we will not be worried. Before we will not be done. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God. And say, Father, in the name of Jesus, deliver me from the, from the spirit of paralysis. That make me to depend on others. Before I get anything done. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lekepo sotaligaba. Yalakapatelia kapasidikapolia. Ikatalagabada. Masotalakapasidikapa. You that spirit of paralysis. We bind and we cast you out. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to stand on our feet. Help us to stand on our feet financially. Help us to stand on our feet even in our career. Help us to stand on our feet in every area of our life. In the name of Jesus. Help us to stand. 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 stand. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. We have one more prayer point before we round up. I want us to open our Bible to the book of First Peter chapter 5, let me chapter 4, verse 10. The Bible mentions five porches. And five, as I mentioned to us, is talking about grace. Five is talking about mercy. If we are to, if we are to get anything done on time, we need the grace of God. We need the mercy of God. The book of First Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter chapter 4. Uh, let me read verse. Uh, Verse 10, is it verse 10? First Peter chapter 4. Is it 5.10 or 4.10? Okay, I'm sorry. First Peter chapter 5 verse 10. The Bible says, But may the God of all grace, First Peter 5.10, But may the God of all grace, who called us to eternal life by glory, 
by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, perfect, established, strengthened, and set to you. Now, these four things being mentioned here, or three, is it four? Yeah, at least three things being mentioned here, they are things that grace of God can do. Let me, let me read it again. I'm going to read it from KJV. The way New King James put it is a little out of uh, sync for me. First Peter chapter 4, I mean chapter 5 verse 10. First Peter chapter 5 verse 10. The Bible says, But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory. So, first thing that grace will do is that grace will bring glory into our life. Any areas of our life where we are experiencing shame, grace will bring glory. That's number one. Say the God of God, he said the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while. Grace also has the power to terminate long-time suffering. That's number two. Make you perfect. That's number three. Establish. That's number number four. Strengthened. Number five. And what? And set to you. We have no time. We could have, we could have taken each point one by one, but we, because of a limitation of our time, maybe on our home, before we go to bed tonight, we, we can pray. We can use this point to pray on our home. But I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let your grace be activated in my life. The all-purpose grace. The all The Bible says, the God of all grace, all-purpose, motive, multifaceted grace. The God of all grace. Lord, activate your grace in my life. <laughs> grace for financial prosperity. Grace for settlement. Grace for strength. Grace that will terminate my suffering. Grace that will cause me to be established in my career. Lord, activate your all-purpose grace in my life tonight. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Father, in the name of Jesus. All-purpose grace. Let it be activated in our life this night. In the name of Jesus. The grace that will bring the glory of God into our life. The grace that will terminate all suffering in our life. Lord, let it be activated in our life. In the name of Jesus, all purpose grace, all purpose grace, manifold grace. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Let that grace be poured upon our life tonight. In the name of Jesus, release that grace upon us. Release that grace upon us. In the name of Jesus, the grace that we need to terminate suffering, the grace that we need to terminate shame, the grace that will bring the glory of God down into our family. Father, we pray that tonight, let that grace come upon us. In the name of Jesus, let that grace come upon our career. Let that grace be activated in our homes. Let that grace be activated in our business. In the name of Jesus, the grace that will bring about perfection. Lord, let that grace come upon us. The grace that will cause us to be established. Let that grace come upon us. The grace that will cause us to receive spiritual strength in the areas where we are weak. Let that grace come upon us. In the name of Jesus, the grace that will bring about Settlement, settlement in our career, settlement in our marriage, settlement in our business. Lord Jesus, tonight let that grace be activated in our lives. In the name of Jesus, Lord, pour your grace upon us. Let tonight be a night of grace, a night of activation of grace. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We give you praise tonight for answer to our prayer. Lord, we pray that you will activate your multifaceted and your manifold grace in our life. In the name of Jesus, by your grace, O oh God, bring glory upon our life. In the name of Jesus, 
by your grace, O God, terminate every long time and short time suffering. In the name of Jesus, by your grace, O God, let us be made perfect. In the name of Jesus, by your grace, O God, establish us, establish the works of our hands. In the name of Jesus, by your grace, O God, we receive strength in every area of our weakness. In the name of Jesus, by your grace, O God, let us be settled in the name of Jesus. I pray for those who are still single among us. By the grace of God, before the end of this year, the Lord will settle you maritally. In the name of Jesus, in your career, you will be settled. In the name of Jesus, in your, in, in your vocation, you will be settled. In the name of Jesus, if there's anything you are expecting that has not yet been given to you, maybe from the government, before the end of this year, you will be settled in that area. In the name of Jesus, we terminate suffering tonight by the grace of God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for as many that are sick in their body. Lord, let there be healing. In the name of Jesus, all kinds of sickness, all kinds of disease, by the power and the name of Jesus, we cast you out. In the name of Jesus, we pray that tonight you will make us to be whole. In the name of Jesus, let testimony follow tonight's prayer. In the name of Jesus, oh my Father, we thank you because you have answered us. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that God has heard and answered your prayer tonight, shout hallelujah. Fire. Hey, my 